you've launched peer-to-peer payments for crypto and fiat currencies. How important is it that you are actually doing both? Well, I think it's pretty important because most um, of the, the modern challenges will allow you to be able to uh, transfer uh, money between um, between them, which is quite sort of straightforward te- technology, really, in reality, because all we're doing is moving things around a ledger. But I guess some of the cool stuff that we're looking to be able to do is is do that with crypto as well, which is pretty unique, being able to be able to transfer crypto, any, any currency that you hold, to anybody else is uh, is pretty cool and uh, certainly it's something that our our customers have asked for and uh, what we try and do is get feedback from people uh, customers saying can you do this can you do that and we put it on our roadmap and put it in our what's called our backlog and try and get it delivered as quickly as we can so it's something that has been asked for 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 a while and we're happy to deliver it alongside our uh, our fiat payments i think it's significant that you have an insurance program for cryptocurrency holdings yeah this is- this is not something that, that I've come across in any significant way before. No, I think it's pretty unique, actually. I'd like to think so. Uh, we, we looked at the market and, and understood that what we're trying to do is make people comfortable with the fact that we're, we're, we're the good guys here and we're trying to do a great job by providing a really good service for people and, and set ourselves apart by saying, look, you know, we recognize that protection of your fiat currency uh, as we have now with our SCA e-money licenses is really important to people but so is the fact that people are a little bit concerned still about crypto for obvious reasons because uh, in the past it had a bit of a bad rep and you know, we know now it's gone it's going mainstream and people are understanding that that it can be used for for general payment purposes and uh, so we think we, we also felt it was important to ensure that people felt comfortable that any cryptocurrency they had with us was insured as well so I think we've got a pretty pretty much a, a market-leading proposition in offering £50,000 uh, insurance for any crypto that you hold of us as well, which um, we, we, we're, quite, we're quite proud of. Well, I want to say that you're actually normalising it in a way that anybody over the age of 25 could understand. Well, that's the idea. I mean, this is a solution. Exactly, Robin. This is a solution for you know, the 99% of people out there that don't currently hold cryptocurrency because it's one of those things that's been traditionally really difficult to be able to get into. You know, what's a safe way of doing it? How do I buy £10 worth and know I'm not going to be ripped off? And and if I do end up with maybe a few thousand pounds in it, how do I know that I'm not going to lose it and it's not going to be hacked and, and I'm not going to lose my keys? So we're just trying to make it straightforward and simple for everybody, no matter who you are, uh, to be able to buy, sell, hold, send and spend any currency anywhere. I think that's the key point. It's any currency because before... I could buy, hold, sell, spend any fiat currency, dollars, yen, euros, Mm. pounds. You're putting cryptocurrency on the same footing, or it would appear that you're putting cryptocurrency on the same footing. That's exactly what we're doing, because it's one of those areas that if if you're going to be launching a a challenger in 2020, it's got to deal with crypto, of course, because, you know, we all know now it's going mainstream with with governments around the world accepting, but lately it's, it's, it's happened and people are, people are, are realizing that, that they want to deal with it, whether you're a government or you're a bank or individuals, you know, you and I, we want to get involved and maybe buy a bit and see how it works. And, you know, and it's been a bit of one of these sort of areas so far that people haven't really got to grips with and haven't found an easy way of just buying a little bit and knowing it's safe and knowing that they can hold it alongside their their normal sterling or, or foreign currency and then use it like a currency rather than just an asset and think okay i've got to buy something and hold it there and it's a pain to be able to to um, change it back into a currency and, and spend it 
you can use your in, in, in just a few weeks time just a few weeks away from launching our uh, mastercard um, debit card you can use it to be able to, to you know, spend and purchase things as well so there's a whole raft of new features and functions that we're going to be looking to deliver in, in due course to make it like a currency rather than an asset as such now it's been a bit of a busy summer for you zigloo itself <clears throat> launched mid-june and you've just got your authorization as an electronic money institution what does that mm. mean for the business how is that aid and comfort to me as a consumer yeah absolutely it means all your fiat currency that you hold with us is is put into a safeguarded account uh, with, with a with a with a bank so it means that uh, the regulators in the uk believe that uh, we've got the proper processes in terms of our governance and our, and our uh, compliance our risk to make sure that your your money is safe and it's in a separate safeguard of account. But over and above that, Robin, what we've also um, got is a, a money laundering registration as well, which effectively means all your cryptocurrency is uh, effectively registered. It's not it, the FCA don't provide a license for cryptocurrency yet. I think they might in due course, but there's a really quite a, an onerous and tough and challenging registration process that every business in the UK that deals with cryptocurrency is being asked to, to go through. And I think we are the first or second company in the whole of the UK that's gone through both our e-money license for our fiat currency, but also our fifth money laundering directive license or registration process for our cryptocurrency. So there's two big, big wins we've had in the last week or so that both go to, 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 um, to provide a degree of comfort to, to our customers that we're, we're looking after your funds in a, in, a, in, a, in a safe and compliant way. So what are the next steps? You already mentioned that you're soon to be launching a MasterCard. How do you see the evolution of the platform thereafter? Right. So, yeah, the, um, there's, there's lots of challenging uh, and uh, interesting things that we're delivering in, in, the next, um, in the next few weeks and months. So as part of our launch, we've also got um, not only uh, fiat uh, peer-to-peer payments, we've got uh, crypto peer-to-peer as I mentioned but also we're launching um, third-party payments as well which is just the ability to be able to pay anyone's bank account as well so the, the, the normal type of challenger features that you've become um, become accustomed to and, and like so you can pay, you can pay anyone anywhere uh, fiat and then we're going to be um, launching cards um, later on this month as well which is a, a Zigloo MasterCard debit card so it allows you to be able to purchase or use your card to to purchase um, anything anywhere so any of the currencies that you hold with us you can use including your cryptocurrencies you can use to be able to buy a coffee or buy a mac or or uh, buy anything you'd like to anywhere in the world and, and that's a pretty cool feature that that again our uh, our customers have asked for you know how do i how do i actually realize some of some of my currency that I hold day to day and actually use it and make it real like any currency so um we're really excited about that feature which we're launching um, later this month as well and what's the ambition for the business? So the ambition is to be the ubiquitous global current account. So no matter where you are in the world, you've got an account that allows you to be able to spend like a local, giving you access to the local currency. So um, other things that we're doing in due course is adding in all the different um, foreign currencies as well. So no matter where you are in the world, you can spend uh, and you can send money um, without the punitive charges, without being ripped off like your big banks do at the moment uh, in terms of the FX charges that that, uh, that we see. You know, the horrible queues you see at the airport that uh, maybe pull my hair out I mean, when you see people, you know, queuing up and being ripped off 20% on the way out and 20, 20% on the way back. It's frustrating to me that people don't know there's better ways of doing that. So we're launching our, our foreign exchange services in, um, in October that means that people can just um, spend like a local wherever they are in the world. And we want, you know, we want to be a really big uh, financial services company, but it's important that 
that people realize and, and you know one of the things close to my heart having having worked for Barclays for a number of years and being becoming a little bit disenfranchised by the way that the big banks don't put their customers first I genuinely want to make sure that people feel that you know we're putting them first yeah the challenger banks as you might be aware have done a great job in terms of humanizing banking and you know realizing that, that we are human beings and, and we're trying to do the right thing by them and I think the relationship that the modern challenges have got you know was there's a few good guys out there in terms of starling and monzo and uh, and those guys that have got a really positive relationship with the bank but but they can't do crypto but we can so we're we're looking to to provide that in that sort of 21st century uh, service that people want over and above those sort of challenger services and uh, we want to be that a financial services company that really at last brings something to, to people that allows them to be able to say, look, wherever I am, I know I'm not going to be ripped off. Something, some, you know, a company that's safe and fair and reasonable to me and trying to do the right thing by me all the time. So that's what, that's what we're aiming to be. And I think we're, we're this year it's about um, getting some of those services out there and um, properly competing on the world stage. So um, UK this year, we're starting pushing out into Europe later um, in, uh, in, in late, uh, well, later this month, actually. Uh, and then uh, in, in October, November time, we'll be looking, looking to push out wider into Europe. And then uh, the big challenge of the States, um, early, early part of next year. I have to ask, just to round up, how much of an impact has the pandemic had on your plans, on your business establishment? So that's, that's a really good question. So if I, if I was a traditional challenger, I'd say, my God, it's been tough because... Um, people haven't been using our cards. People haven't been using FX. Any money that I might have with the Bank of England, I'm getting no interest on. And that's why you've seen some such poor results from the, from the challenges, uh, the challenger banks, um, because people just aren't, um, aren't using it. We didn't, we didn't plan for any of that anyway. So you know, we were in our launch phase. So our propositions you know, predicated on different type of um, commercial model to, to, those, to those, um, those challenges. So we've been largely okay actually i mean it's it, it's tough to say that when you know people have people have died and people have lost their jobs and people have been furloughed but from a purely parochial perspective of of, of our business it's it's been a really good period to be able to knuckle down work the silly hours that you need to work when you're when you're building a business you know a sort of startup business and and um, bring it to, to the mainstream so for us it's been okay if i'm honest with you robin um our business models are you know a strong business model whether you're in a pandemic or not, because people still are finding in many ways that, that with so much you know, quantitative easing going on in the world and, and with the fact that markets have been hit more broadly, digital currencies and cryptocurrencies are, are a bit of a safe haven. Now, whilst they're, they're down this week a little bit, they're still significantly higher than they have been over the last sort of few months or so. So we've seen a lot of money go into uh, um, digital currencies and, 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 you know, people are using it as a bit of a safe haven along with gold for, for putting money. So yeah, cool, cool. it's been pretty good. If I'm honestly a good environment for us.